The Hard Shoulder. With Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. Now, as always on a Wednesday now, we have your travel treats. It's a great pleasure to welcome back Michelle Jackson of thenoveltraveller.com. And to, again this week, we're going to take listener queries and uh, get answers. And I should say to Michelle uh, that she puts a lot of work into these things because when you hear some of the very kind of niche questions that we're going to put to her today, uh, you just wouldn't know it off the top of your head and I very yeah. much appreciate that. So, I Michelle, you're, yeah, ju- you're just back from where? I'm just back from Barbados and I'll be talking to you about that in a little while, in, in a couple of weeks' time. You're doing but it I have again to recover. To I'm doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm doing it again. Oh, yeah, but it's actually it's actually a very um, good reason uh, to have this question because I ran into trouble myself okay. when I was there. Okay, so well, let's. let's uh, Michelle, Michelle has a question. Yeah. So, by the way, if you have a question, email thehardshoulder at newstalk.com or text us at 53106. Now, Kathleen asked this question. Hi, Michelle and Ivan. We are travelling to Indonesia for a couple of weeks. Lucky us, we hope. We're getting in, we're getting on in years, and we're not usually so adventurous. One of our concerns is the moolah, the money. We're getting mixed advice from the bank. What currency should we bring? Or we had thought of putting cash on a credit card before we go. Is that a cheaper way of doing it? It's so confusing and costly with the different currencies. Regards, Kathleen. Yeah, so, absolutely. Indonesia. This is a great question, Ivan. And just to answer her, this, her specific question, in, in, in Indonesia, they use the rupee and it runs into 15,000 rupees to one euro. So, you know, it's off the Richter when you're trying to, to work out the currency conversion. Um, anyone I know who has travelled here has had no issue using credit or debit cards. And that's, that's cards that are linked to Visa or Master card, you know, that symbol. ATMs are everywhere in Bali, but if she is to travel around a little bit to the Gili Isles, which are right beside them, she'll have real trouble. Apparently there's only one ATM there. <clears throat> and also I have found from travelling to different regions like in Africa and South America, you know, you might go to one ATM that has the MasterCard symbol. It won't give you money. Another one down the road will. And this can be very frustrating. And, and in this day and age, I do believe, though, however, it is the very best way to travel with your credit cards or your debit cards once they have the major logo on them. Um, you have to be mindful of uh, charges. Now, you'll usually get a charge of about $5 for a transaction. And most cash machines have a limit of between two and four hundred euros, depending on if it's a bank or if it's just a machine associated in a supermarket or something. Now, I don't believe in changing my money twice. And what I what I have found is, you know, some people say, oh, change dollars to go to the Caribbean. Now, I actually love popping Terminal 2 has got three ATM machines in the, just after you go through duty free and there's one sign in dollars, one sign in sterling and one sign in euros. And I find that it, it's usually working. I've this never is in come Dublin up, This is in Dublin okay. Airport and I find that great when I'm looking for cash because you need to have dollars if you're going to America or that. But um, And likewise if you're going to the UK I don't go to banks anymore. And you know because it's so widely accessible all around the world, the debit and the credit card I, I use them when I'm in a restaurant buying a meal. And you, certain countries like in Scandinavia you actually won't use cash at all. Even 
even for a one euro purchase in Iceland for you know but if you're, if you're if you're in the shops and you want to get some trinkets and that and you don't want Seriously? to and you're worried about your card or whatever and these maybe are older people and they, yeah. they have a kind of familiarity with cash is the rupa or what the rupee the, the rupee, rupee yeah. is that the only currency or will they take that, that, dollars as well well, well no that that is the main currency that is what is they it the and only you currency? use it well no for cash I actually, in Bali, um, you know, most places will accept transactions in dollars. You'll go to your hotel with your euros and the euro is excellent in Asia. It's accepted even more widely, I would say, nowadays than the dollar or it's the It's a pretty cra- crap conversion, that 15,000 rupees isn't it? Isn't for, it? One, for yeah, one euro. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Like, I'm, about I'm sure they call them 15. Useless, uh, <laughs> currency. But you know, right. there is a new, um, actually, um, introduction this year of the Unpost currency card. And that was that was launched this year. And that is great for anyone who isn't used to it. What you do is you go to your local post office with some ID and with a uh, proof of address. And they will give you a card. It's like a credit card. It is a MasterCard actually, they don't charge commission actually here for for anything. So you won't have that $5 charge or whatever when you take cash out. It's like actually a money card. Uh, There is a slight charge, I think, for transactions if you're buying something, you know, as there will be with any other credit card. But it's a free point of sale for transactions and online transactions. And your funds are available to you and you can top this card up you know, link it to your own bank and fill it up with your own money. It's a really good way of doing it. And, of and course, you can go to any post and office. Absolutely. And there te- yes, it comes I've in 10 different... I've never currency, currency card. card. Yeah. And, and you'll get all that on the NovelTraveller.com. There are actually 10 currencies you can get the card in, which, you know, Canadian okay. dollars, Australia's... We, 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 yeah. we, we had a number of requests and I was in Dublin Airport on... on Saturday because Deirdre mm. was flying off to Toronto to see oh, her daughter. She's gone great. to Calgary. She's oh, gone. Fabulous. It's ridiculous. But anyway, <laughs> the point about it is this. I love Deirdre. <laughs> she, her her, her yeah. case was over the limit. Yes. Are there any advices? Because it's Look, quite yes, strict must, the weight ridiculous. It is. All airlines are very strict. We're not talking about the overhead hold. We're going no, about no, the main no. line. But like, Absolutely. And, and, and you know, and, and there is a, sometimes a tiny you know, difference between different scales. So make sure you pack it 19 kilos, I would say. If it's a 20 kilo limit, make it 19, 19 and a half. Because Don't coming back, you're going to have more, you see. have more stuff, absolutely. That's so you might have I'm to saying. take out a few jumpers and put them I on. I told you know? not to buy anything. Yeah, yeah. But, but there are lots of things you can do to really, like I, I have got the knack at this stage of taking one of your 10 kilo bags away with me for like 12 days if I'm going somewhere far flung, especially if the weather's going to be nice. And there are a couple of tips I'd just like to give listeners. Number one, roll your clothes when packing them. Don't you know, um, just fold them. Rolling them makes a huge difference. Number two, don't bring too many shoes. Think about it. Are you really going to wear them all? And number three, if you're going to a hotel that has uh, hotel towels and and flip-flops, you know, that's something else you don't need to think about. Uh, make sure when you're carrying liquids as well, they're very, very strict about this. If you're taken through um, the security barrier, make sure they are 100 mil. And I actually had an adventure with my daughter when she when she was big into arts and crafts and she was about six. She brought a six-inch scissors in her little bag and I didn't know it was with her. And she goes through. And my son did it at the airport in Faro as well with his with his pen knife. You know, so, you know, these things happen. So just double-check the kids' luggage as well that they haven't sneaked in little extra things. All right. Um, you know, there's a whole list of, Things that well, we I can do, do that will put help them you. up on the website, yeah, thenoveltraveller.com. Yeah. And, and these are a little yeah, good so packing tips. If you're worried tips. about uh, luggage over the weight limit, let's talk about my Gillian's query. Yes. Hi, Michelle. I was just wondering if you had any recommendation for a two or three night break for myself and my daughter who turns 12 in October. 
We're open to anything, really. Home oh, or away, right. ask Gillian. Yeah, now, now, Gillian, I'd love it if you gave me a little bit more information, like if your daughter's a sporty girl, if she likes shopping, if you know what she's into, because that helps me narrow it down. But from my own experience, I started taking my daughter away on trips, mum and daughter trips from the age of 10. And the first one we went on, and it was a massive bucket list trip, and since then, some of my friends have done it with their daughters. They went to New York. And it depends on your budget completely, but I do believe it is the ultimate mum and daughter city for a trip to you know, inspire her and just just see main sites that she will have recognised and seen herself on the internet, such as the Empire State Building, the Rockefeller Centre. And we also, you know, we squeezed in a show on Broadway. We went to see Mamma Mia and that was very, I was actually, it did a tear in my eye. It's a bit expensive going to New York with your daughter. Like it's a short break. They're talking about two or three night break. Anything closer to home. Three nights, I think, in in New York. is. I actually think London is as good because you've got the, you've got the whole Madame Tussauds, the London Eye, and I would say to people, pre-book those online beforehand to avoid queues and to get little discounts. You've got great shows as well uh, with Matilda, um, Wicked, you know, shows that will appeal to to mums and daughters. Now, Keith Pros do that um, uh, theatre package uh, and actually, American holidays and tour America are great for little short hops as well. So you All know, right. you go to you, these travel agents that I mentioned. Some Scottish cities as yeah, well. I actually, you know, I hadn't been to Scotland, and I was I went with my daughter twice over the last few years, and we've had great time because it's great for shopping, and it is much much cheaper even with the sterling. Um, I have I Where found would you great value. We we went to Glasgow. Yeah, I went there for the Christmas market. Edinburgh is lovely, and that was uh, absolutely. And, and we even went to Aberdeen, and we went to the Scottish Ballet, and it was a kind of very different city. And you know. It, it's all about spending time together and having kind of special memories, going to places. My friend is just back from Paris, actually, with her daughter. She's getting married in the summer. It's ridiculous. Mothers and daughters. Oh, but it's all very special. Time. And it's wonderful. Too. Now, she can also pop up the, word to, well, up the road to Belfast because I think there's great things to do up so, there, too. I have one. Moms and okay. All right. So it is a good idea. And, yeah, and absolutely. It is Go a and enjoy yourself. Session. Absolutely. And sure you'll end up like uh, sisters. And I, I have lots of um, you know, sample destinations that I've been to on my website, so she can just tap on destination. All right. The final question is from Olive. Hi, Michelle. I'm looking for some advice on how to organise a sailing holiday in Greece with a skipper, please. Oh, yeah. I know what you're looking for, Captain Birdside <laughs> there. Any advice or help would be appreciated. Well, well, Many the, thanks, Olive. Well, now you don't know, Ivan. Olive might be thinking about her husband and the kids and maybe doing it with other families. And you see, she hasn't given me enough information. And if I'll just ask people if they will, please um, just give me a little bit more information. It helps yeah. me narrow it down to help you. Um, if she is travelling on her own... Um, G-Adventures do fabulous uh, trips. I've got a lovely package here that I rooted out for her with them and this is going out on August the 24th for eight days and you sail around Santorini to Mykonos. Now it doesn't include the flights but you know there are great flights with Ryanair to Greece. When you say sail, uh, is it on a ferry or no, a sailboat? No, it's like it's a sailboat. It's a yachting Yeah, holiday. it's a yacht yacht and it's a, it's a lovely, it's, you know, these, these are like 60 foot yachts and they are fully maintained and there's so much to to do. You won't have to worry about the sailing but if you would like to learn to sail, the skippers are very keen to teach you and to, you know, you, you will by the end of the trip. Um, but uh, you know, water is, it's very risky when you don't know about it. I mean, I sail myself and Go go to her local yacht club maybe as well and ask them if and to speak to people who have been on these because you can sometimes have an idea a holiday will be a certain way. So but until G Adventures, you, where yeah, do they G live? G Adventures are they're based in in the UK, but they they actually service all around the world, all sorts of uh, you know group trips. Now so you, is that you on can, your website? Yeah, as it's, well. it's all on my website as well. You can, and now Nielsen's as well are great sailing holidays, especially if you want to teach the kids to sail and you know you want to maybe be based on land. They have bases in in Greece and you know you can 
live in a hotel and then the kids can do courses during the week as well. So nielsens.co.uk is another company. Okay. So those two companies are on my well, website. As you see, whether it's cash in Indonesia or sailing, yachting around Greece, we have the answers for you. My sincere thanks, thanks to Ivan. Michelle Jackson of thenoveltraveller.com. And if you have a bizarre query... Uh, do send it on to us and we'll send it on to her, the hard shoulder at newstalk.com or text us at 53106. And that's our lot um, on the hard shoulder for today. My thanks to the production team, Mark Simpson, Dan Flanagan, Alex Russo, Sarah Madden and Roisin Davis. On sound, we had Michael Quilligan and Peter Malloy. I'll be back on the box tonight on Virgin Media 1 at 11pm with The Tonight Show. Off the Ball is up next. Have a great evening and thanks for listening. (laughs) 